Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing about protein bars. Uh, We're going to have our first ever live taste test episode. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. I'm very excited. I've actually been kind of like saving. I don't know. I I didn't eat. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. I haven't been saving my calories. I've been saving my my late night snack for for this protein bar. Extravaganza because I know no, I did the same. eating quite a bit. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I always eat dessert right after dinner. So, oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> well, I typically eat a small dessert after dinner and then a little bit later as well. So, I kind of skip my right after dinner dessert and I'll have one later today, probably too, depending on how many of these we we uh, consume. <laughs> I know. I was like, I cannot go into uh, this 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 podcast fully satisfied. I, I need to. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Save some room. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. So, what's new in life, Gina? It has been a while since I talked to you. Yeah, it has. So, oh my gosh, there's so many things, but I'll keep it short. So today was a crazy day because just a recap, Nick, he has a car that is probably, I want to say it's 10 years old, although you'd probably think it's 20 years old just by looking at it. He drives his car all day long for his job. So it gets some serious abuse. It's a Honda Civic. We've been trying really hard to kind of let it drive it until it's dead. And you know, Hondas, I mean, you can put 200,000 miles on those cars and they'll still be fine. You know, obviously it's some maintenance in between, but we, I feel like it's in the shop constantly. We're at the point where we really don't want to buy a new car, but long story short, his car died today and about two miles from my office, which was actually kind of perfect because I could just go pick him up. But And actually, I was going to try to jump his car, so I did, but it didn't work. So clearly, his battery was completely dead. So we had to have, uh, you know, a a tow truck come and get his car again. I feel like this has probably happened three times in the past year. (laughs) So we got to replace the battery or get a new car. So that's that was kind of today today's issue, and then. Today, we also had our first visit with our at-home speech therapist, which I'm not sure how much I've talked about this on the podcast, but Paige it has been in speech therapy off and on, I would say mainly off, since she was about, uh, let's say, 13 months old when I realized that she had started talking, but she kind of um, went backwards a little bit with her speech and that she wasn't really progressing much. So she was in speech therapy when she was 13 months. I brought her back when she was about three because I noticed she couldn't say her L very well and then did that for a couple months quit because it was just too much and then we found someone recently who can actually come into our house because it was just really annoying having to leave work pick her up at her daycare bring her to speech therapy go back to work go back to day it was just too much so this lady is going to come to our house twice a month and help her with her ths her thuzz her continue with her L's and then also eventually get to R's, which she said is actually something that's developmental that they usually don't learn until they're about eight years old. So, but we'll, but we'll try to work on that. So that's that speech therapy. Uh, we're getting into the fall, fall spirit. Paige went apple picking last week and brought Nick with her. This was, this was her first, uh, 
field trip at her new school. Or it's not her new school. It's at kindergarten, her new class. So they went on a field trip. They invited parents. I wasn't able to go, so Nick went with her. They went apple picking. So we've been making a bunch of apple things. I made an apple pie, which... I did not make the crust, so it's kind of a cop-out, I'll admit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it turned out delicious. That's probably what I'm going to have for my dessert tonight with a little bit of uh, ice cream on top because it's just delicious, nice and warmed up. And then we made a, which I posted on our Facebook page, a butternut squash and parsnip sloppy joe and the slow cooker. I'm making it this our, week. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I bought Are all you, the ingredients. Perfect. Now, did you guys gr- um, grow butternut squash in your garden? We didn't. Oh, you Because didn't. Okay. you scared me all those years <laughs> ago when I saw it like overtaking your entire block. I was like, oh my God, those plants are ridiculous. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I totally remember. Wasn't that pumpkin though? I feel like when, when we were in that house, it was pumpkin. Mm, I, but it I is have true, a though. terrible memory, but I feel like it was butternut squash. It, it, it probably was. I think it was both because Nick kind of goes a little bit crazy sometimes, all the time. He did. He did actually plant plant pumpkin when we lived in that house. I'm pretty sure that was the giant vine. But that is not to say that butternut squash does not have a giant vine or five because we've got tons of. I mean, our backyard is pretty much being overtaken by our garden currently. So <laughs> you're probably right. But we have about. I think we grew about 15 butternut squash. Wow, impressive. <laughs> I know it's pretty crazy. All right. So what about you? What's new? Uh, Piper is three. So my baby is three. She turned three on September 8th. Uh, and, you know, as the saying goes or as the, the the I don't know, not the saying, but the, I don't know, troubles go. It, it was mm-hmm. like a flip switch and she's pretty miserable right now. Um, a lot of attitude and <laughs> oh, just, I, she's not my favorite child right now. And I, I, she's been the favorite for a while. If, if, if I was being honest, but she is quickly on the decline. Um, I, I love the girl dearly, but she's got a lot of sass, a lot. Yeah. Um, three-year-old attitude. Yep. Woo. And she is, you know, it's funny cause we had family pictures on Saturday night and she was a terror until the end. And I just, we, are, we finished at the lake. And so the girls were in these adorable little dresses and the photographer was basically done. And so I unleashed the girls in the water and they were just splashing. And I saw some of like a sneak peek. And I think those are going to be some of the cutest pictures, but she was so miserable until we just let her go in her element. And then she's perfect. She's going to struggle with structure. I think Um, we'll see. Might be too early to tell, but so next weekend is their combined uh, birthday party at a local brewery. And so I've got um, a friend helping with goodie bags and I've got the cake and we're going to do pizza and I've got some stuff. So wait, She gets two birthday parties. Uh, we just did, no, no, the girls are going to do one together. So we didn't have oh, wait, a party what was for the, Piper. Oh, I thought there was a, a video of her having a party. Was that just a family party? There was a cake. Um, it wasn't okay. a party. We just had a oh. Mark's best friend over and his family. Not that there's anything wrong with it, please. I mean, I have been known to give myself quite a number of birthday parties, but okay. there was a cake involved, but not an actual party, like no Got gifts okay. or anything like that. Okay. Um, what, oh, my best friend of 32 years had her first baby, mm-hmm. uh, and she didn't find out gender. So da-da, it's a boy. Uh, and Aww. she was three weeks early. We were not expecting that. Oh, okay. Um, she, I, I really thought she was going to live to see October, but he had different plans. Uh, so that was really exciting. I had a little impromptu trip to Chicago last weekend, which was awesome. It was like a there and back super quick. And mm-hmm. um, this is just like a funny, fun fact. 
uh, apparently some of the guys from hockey listen to our podcast. Mm. Isn't that cool? I love that. I'm dying to know which which episodes are their favorite. The baby led weaning, the breastfeeding bloopers. <laughs> um, well, he had not yet listened to the breastfeeding bloopers, but I highly <laughs> recommended that episode. I was like, in case you're curious, my nipple has grown back. Um, just in case you watch that episode, I feel like I just need to put that in there. Um, He'll never look at you the same. I know. It's I. You know, we're 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 tight knit group, and uh, he he was like, yeah, I'm not really interested in meal planning, and I was thinking neither are our listeners like. That was not a popular episode, but uh, oh, was it not? <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I feel like I feel like we're gonna make up for it on protein bars, and yeah, yeah people love so. the breastfeeding bloopers. So I just love that they listen to it. He goes, "You didn't even mention about the hockey championship," and I was like, "Oh, I did. Keep listening, yeah. sir. Keep listening." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was really funny. I was, you, I, it just goes to show you never know who's listening. So right, exactly. Um, yeah. So kind of before we hop into all of our uh, protein bar talk, real quick, uh, if you are interested in showing your love for our content, we do have a Patreon uh, campaign going on. So that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N and backslash dietitian's dish. And so with a small monthly donation, monetary donation, you can help support our efforts here on the podcast, um, enabling us to get some equipment to really keep things uh, running smoothly. Uh, all that cost money. So we have some pretty extensive uh, outgoing uh, funds each month to to do this here podcast. So if you're feeling so inclined, mm-hmm. check us out. Uh, anything to add before we jump in, Gina? No, I don't think so. I'm excited. I keep looking at these bars and drooling. I know. Okay. You choose which one we're going to do first while I uh, get Oh, I already started. know which one I want to start on. Okay. All right. Keep okay. that. Okay. All, right. All right. So just a little background on protein bars, which everybody kind of knows what they are, I guess you could say, but they are designed to be a high energy snack or a meal that contain a large concentration of protein. And that I don't really like that definition of large because like, like, how would you quantify that? I don't know. If you were saying, yeah. Gina, how mm-hmm. many grams of protein would you say, okay, this goes from kind of a snack bar, like I think of like chewy bars or nutrient bars, or I mean, kind of the mm-hmm. common ones on the market, because those have a very small amount of protein, but what quantifies, qualifies yeah. a protein bar? I feel like anything more than five grams for me is a protein oh, bar. Interesting. What would okay. you say? I would have said a gram, like, or, or oh. like an ounce. I'm sorry. An ounce or seven grams of protein. Seven grams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, that sounds about right. I don't know. I. I. I personally look for ten grams or more, but I think anything yeah. more than five, in my opinion, constitutes a protein bar. Okay. Generally, they have more than five, though. If it's if it's considered a protein bar, you're right. Well, I think isn't it actually a good source of protein. Doesn't have to be at least ten percent of the daily value. Mm-hmm. Do you talk about that on here? Maybe nope. you do. I don't. <laughs> and I don't even know what the daily value is. Is the daily value twenty? 20 grams? I know that sounds ridiculous, but I no. feel like the daily value is really small. Ooh. I'm going to look that up while you Okay, while you, you do that. That seems really small. Um, okay. I mean, the daily value, and this is why I don't talk daily value and percentage of daily value a whole lot is because that's so person dependent. Uh, the label is going to look at a, a 2,000 calorie diet, which many people require more or less than that. Uh, but mm-hmm. protein bars are really targeted to... Um, accommodate people who want a convenient source of protein that requires no preparation. So 
that's huge. We're talking nutrition on the go, quick and easy, open the package and all of that. So, I mean, it's a huge industry. And just kind of one example of that in 2017, uh, Kellogg's bought the maker of RX bar, which is probably the protein bar that I am most familiar with. And we do have one uh, to sample tonight and they sold it for $600 million. Uh, And yeah, to my knowledge, RX Bar has only uh, grown their sales since that time. So there's also a link in our show notes. Uh, This kind of doesn't fit anywhere, but Quest Bars are a very common, uh, well-loved protein bar. And there was a really interesting Mm -hmm. article that Bon Appetit did. And as a cook, I love Bon Appetit. It's a really great uh, source of food information. Uh, It was a really nicely written article just on the story of the Quest Bar. And it, it basically describes that in its first three years, Quest grew by 57,000% in three years. And for a while, revenue was doubling one month to the next. I mean, I can't even imagine. You make $100,000 a month one, next month $200,000, $400,000. I mean, just exponential growth. Um, And they really attribute that. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well- you continue. I want to ask you a question about Quest when you're when you're finished with that. I probably don't know the answer. I've never even tried one. Well, well that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we don't even have that here. And I'm surprised neither of us bought Quest bars, but I have had them before and I absolutely despise them. Okay, so I interesting. Think that, I think that they're disgusting. <laughs> um, okay, I'll come back to what I... So I the reason I didn't, um, I actually asked a friend who's a big protein bar fiend, and okay. she recommended Quest Bars. However, Oof. when I looked at their packaging, to me, it looked like fake ingredients. None yeah, of the... Um, it, it, the, there was something about the labeling. And I mean, don't judge a book by its cover. I get that. But there was no, just something it. about them that was off-putting to me. And so I mm. didn't even grab it because um, yeah. we weren't allowed to look at labels in this exercise. <laughs> so, um, right. but Quest Bar interestingly attributes their growth to Instagram and also mm-hmm. to women in weightlifting. Um, so there's been, and, and I never really thought about it, but there has been a huge uptick in women who are drawn to the kind of that weightlifting or um Oh, CrossFit type of workout that where, you know, Mm -hmm. muscles and, and bulk are attractive and desirable. So that's, that's a huge thing. Uh, But it really talks about in this article, how Quest changed their formula to include things like sugar substitutes, and how the their market basically bucked in response. And so I don't know when you tried Quest Mm -hmm. bars. uh, But they more or less said that they changed their formula to meet what they thought consumers wanted. And they quickly responded after that backlash and they, they reverted back to their old recipe, if you will. And so uh-huh. they're, they're, they lost a, har- a large market share, but they've slowly been building it back. Um, and so they really feel like there was something, to, you know, some type of insights to glean from their story of, you know, and we'll get into this in the next question, but of using whole ingredients or whole foods, as much whole foods as you can anyway in a protein bar. So, oh, yeah, I, f- I feel like it hasn't been that long since I've tried them. And they all, I've also tried their cookies, mm-hmm. which it looks like this big chocolate chip cookie. It's thick and it looks homemade and delicious. And you take one bite of it and it actually at first is not awful, but the aftertaste, I mean, it's putrid. It is absolutely foul. <laughs> I, I don't know how people eat it. And my student, Casey, God love her, she likes them. But whenever she, she 
actually, I, I feel like she, I can't remember what bar she gave me, but she's, and I, I'm pretty sure it was a Quest bar. She said, oh, it tastes so much better when you heat it. And you know, most foods taste better when they're a little bit hot, but I'm sorry, if a protein bar only tastes good when it's a little bit hot, then that's not, protein bars are supposed to also be a little bit convenient. So in my opinion, that's not, I didn't try it hot. I, I, I didn't, it wasn't even worth it to me. Ugh. Okay, so I'm giving you homework. You have to go read this article now because basically okay. it says that a lot of Quest uh, fanatics would get insta-famous, if you will, from creating recipes out of Quest bars. Huh. Well, they're probably desperate. What can we do <laughs> to increase? Like, oh my gosh. Is it really that hard to combine four or five ingredients? And uh, Anyway, and probably oh, a heck of a lot that. cheaper. I Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. You're saying it's probably easier just to make your own protein Yeah, I mean, bar? grab some protein yeah. powder. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, he, buying an expensive protein bar to rip open, heat up, and change into something else just seems very bizarre to me. Oh, it's beyond bizarre and just not good. I want you to try them. Next time you're at Whole Foods or even Costco, I think they, they sell probably them have them everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I sell them at Lowe's. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. So one of the questions that the article asks um, is the wellness, it, it says, the, the, the claim that they make is the wellness and fitness industries have always been strange bedfellows. And so right before the show, mm -hmm. you were like, what do you mean, Nicole? And so my explanation of this, having read the article, is really that the wellness industry, and I'll just make a blanket statement and say dietitians, uh, feel very differently about protein bars, uh, nutrition, all of those things than say perhaps the fitness industry. And mm -hmm. so I explain that as, you know, dietitians, especially say in, you know, 19, 20, 2019 versus 20 years ago are really looking at whole food nutrition. I mean, kind of a plant forward type uh, mentality, just looking at the quality of the ingredients and not just the macros. Um, and so yeah. really, do you agree that the wellness and oh. fitness industries have kind of always been in this weird I don't want to say relationship, but just position um, with one another that we rely on one another, need one another. And yet we have some different uh, kind of approaches to um, nutrition. I mean, and that's huge. Mm -hmm. it's, you can't have fitness without nutrition. Yes, absolutely. And you can't have nutrition or I guess wellness without a little bit of fitness either. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think that's a really good, now that I understand, we, I read that completely wrong, but yes, <laughs> it, it does make sense. <laughs> Um, cool. All right. So, yeah. um, I thought, oh, you, you want to say something? Well, I was going to say, and you can see that just by, I mean, I'm looking at all these bars and you can kind of see which ones were designed by more of a fitness mm -hmm. person versus the, you know, nutrition and wellness person just by looking at the label. I know they have like a look, don't they? You're like, yeah, oh yeah, that's a, di a dietitian was involved. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, definitely a personal trainer was involved. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got this one here. I, I think I, I bought this when I didn't get your first package. I went out I went out and bought one of those collagen ones and it says bulletproof. And I'm realizing now that's not the one that you bought, but it's like that bulletproof coffee, I guess, you know, that you add uh -huh. coconut oil to, I don't even really know, or butter or something, but that's what it is in a bar pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That one, yeah. that might be one you heat up and disguise in something else. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before we go any further with ingredients and whatnot, I do have to say, 
our commitment to this podcast is is noteworthy. So Gina and I each chose a handful of protein bars and then shipped. Um, we purchased two of each and then shipped um, one set to the other. And my package got lost. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, UPS swears. They, they kept asking if you live in like the hood. They're like, well, where does she live? Like, what kind of a neighborhood is it? I'm like, um, it's a wonderful neighborhood. I, I'm, her husband works from home. I'm like, the package was not stolen. What did you people no do with it? Uh, so it was like a scramble to get more protein bars out to her. Um, they had to be shipped by Friday at 6 p.m. So I was like, finished work, run to the grocery store, grab all the same bars I already got, send them again. And then when you texted me today um, and said that they had arrived, I was like, oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> and protein no. bars are not cheap. So so we're at least like $45 into this podcast in addition to our <laughs> ongoing expenses. Oh my gosh. Don't even remind me, Nicole. <laughs> oh, so funny. So, so one of the, so going into this, our our agreement was that we were not going to look at any of the nutrition labels. So we were not going mm-hmm. to look at the label itself nor the ingredients. And right. uh, so, kind of before we start our taste test, we just want to talk through some of the common ingredients. And um, for no particular reason, I have sugar here listed first. And I, I think the um, the important thing to know about sugar in any <laughs> food is that it it's probably not going to just say sugar. It may be right. uh, spelled out as brown rice syrup or corn syrup or tapioca syrup, agave, fruct- fructose, dextrose, uh, anything along those lines. Uh, yeah. There's also some sugar alcohols in, in some of these, and I'm sure we will see some of them. I hope mm-hmm. your, I hope your bowels are uh, not... <laughs> I think I told Raging you. I have been, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I have been eating FODMAPs lately and not having any issues. So I, knock on wood, I'm not too concerned. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very strange. So um, any favorite sugar alcohols, I guess, or are they all the same to you? Yeah. So the erythritol is one that doesn't cause as many of the GI, you know, distress. Mm-hmm. Erythritol, E-R-Y to, yeah, the E-R-Y one. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite. So if I see that on a label, I will not avoid it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's if I don't necessarily avoid it, especially if it's really far down on the list, I'm not too concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, those sugar alcohols always end in OL. So it could be sorbitol, right. mannitol, uh, yeah, erythritol. There's there's tons of them. Yep. Uh, protein sources, I don't know what we're going to see a lot of. Um, soy protein isolate is very common. Uh, mm-hmm. It is known as for being very heavily processed. It is, however, a complete protein. So it's basically made from Mm -hmm. defatted soybean flakes that have been washed in either alcohol or water to remove the sugar and fiber. And then they're dehydrated and turned into a powder. Mm, Yum. (laughs) Yep. So I bet we see some soy protein isolate. Very, very common. If I'm not mistaken, that's yeah, I'm almost certain that that is what is used in um, like a soy-based uh, baby formula. Possibly. I'm not, I'm really not familiar. I don't know. Um, almost positive. Although I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if it was defatted soybean and, and baby true, formula. True, true. Right? Yeah. You think No, it, it would definitely be high fat. Um, yeah. But probably a similar process to like the drying and- Oh, Sure. I don't know. Another big one I think we're going to see is pea protein. That's big mm-hmm. now because people are kind of trying to avoid the processed soy or trying to move to a, I don't know, more gentle uh, protein and just alternative protein sources for sure. Pea mm-hmm. protein is big. 
It is big. I bet we're going to see that in in some in some of our bars for sure. Uh, do you know how to pronounce this isomalto? Isomalto oligosaccharides. <laughs> sure. There you go. Um, well, oligosaccharide is the O in FODMAP. That's how I know that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if chemistry it was at some point in the past 15 years, I would probably be able to uh, figure out what isomalto is for you. But um, in layman's terms, it is a fiber. Uh, however, it is digested in the small intestine versus the large intestine. So it does not yeah. have that um, uh, prebiotic effect. Yeah. That's why it can have the bloating effect because you can, mm -hmm. especially if you've got like SIBO, small intestinal bowel overgrowth, I know that's way too much information, but a lot of people have it and they consume these sugars and then they start digesting it in their upper or their small intestine and it makes them feel bloated, but higher up than in the colon area. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Way yeah. too much information. Continue. <laughs> well, <laughs> chicory root fiber, that's one that hates you, yes. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Inulin. So a bunch of fiber sources here, maltodextrin. Um, and that is a white powder made from corn, rice, uh, potato starch, or wheat. That's a very mm -hmm. common ingredient in any type mm -hmm. of a bar type food. And then also stevia. So that would be mm -hmm. a, um, do we call that a sugar substitute? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's almost like, yeah, I would say so. It's a more quote unquote natural sugar substitute. Yes. It could almost be like an herb kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a non-nutritive sweetener, more natural. There we go. Yeah. But it um, is an herb. Yeah. And then as you kind of uh, started talking about pea protein, common protein sources that I imagine mm -hmm. we'll run into are whey isolate, uh, casein, pea or egg protein, uh, all high quality choices, sprouted brown rice protein. So probably mm -hmm. not a complete protein uh, unless there's something surprising there. Uh, whey protein crisps, which are heavily processed, uh, collagen peptides. Mm. Uh, does that just not sound good? I mean, <laughs> you know what? I, I actually take collagen peptides, I will say, but it does not sound appetizing. No. In what form do you take them? I take it in powder form. And mixed with just water? So I actually mix it with my yogurt, which sounds really weird. And it makes it kind of a gel consistency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll put it in, what did I put it in that was hot the other day? Not my coffee. My my other dietitian that I work with puts it in her coffee. What did I put it in the other day that was hot? I can't even I can't even remember. But obviously it would do better if it's hot because it doesn't gel when it's hot. But mm -hmm. I don't mind the gel. I kind of like it. So I put it in my yogurt. And I'm just curious now. You take it for bones, joints? No, I take it for my skin. Oh, skin. Okay. <laughs> and really there is not much research to support that it actually does help with skin elastic elasticity. However, there is some research out there to support that, which some is better than zero and mm -hmm. it's not harmful. So I'm just getting extra protein. So if it's not doing anything, oh, well, if anything, mm -hmm. it's just helping me, you know, get more protein in, in my morning breakfast to keep me full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. It just sounds gross. Um, it's, it's really just like ground up bone, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's ground up bone. It's, it, they take it from the bone. From the bone. I. Yeah, but they don't grind up bone. That sounds, yeah. I don't think it's ground up bone. <laughs> I need to do I some mean, collagen research. Okay, so think about if you make your own chicken broth, right? Yes. You put, so, and you're putting the bones in there, but you're extracting the the bone flavor and the collagen from the bone when you cook it 
right? Oh, the collagen's the stuff like in the middle kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're not necessarily uh, eating the bone, but you are eating the collagen from the bone. Yeah, this makes me think it. of bone marrow and how it's on the menu yeah. at like real bougie restaurants. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like in now. <laughs> yeah. bone. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm going to do some more research on that. Okay. All right. So those are some probable protein sources. Uh, so just kind of some 101 tips in choosing a protein bar. Uh, number one, sugar uh, or a type of sugar should not be the first ingredient. Uh, as I learned with my Cliff Bars not too long ago, right, Gina? <laughs> first ingredient, right. sugar. I'm like, oh, no wonder they taste awesome. Well, um, and I think it's also a good thing to, to know. You mentioned brown sugar syrup, corn sugar, or corn syrup, tapioca syrup. The companies can also, it might not be the first ingredient, but if you add up three different sources of sugar, it could very easily be the first ingredient. So companies will do that now. They'll use two or three different types of sugar so that they can scatter it throughout the ingredient list. So it doesn't look like it's the first ingredient or the second ingredient or the third. But if you combine all those sugar sources, it may actually be one of the main sources or one of the main ingredients. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's a, that's it's a really good point. Real sneaky. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Uh, number two, don't read the nutrition facts label. Only also read the ingredients. Uh, mm -hmm. So that takes some time because these tend to not have short ingredient lists. Uh, number right. three, look for bars that are primarily a protein source, fruit or vegetable, or healthy fat source, such as nuts. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, 10, I said 10 or more grams of protein. I think mm -hmm. that's pretty easy to find in most of these bars. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you, you, I said an ounce or seven grams and you said five, but I think- Ten or more. I said is, I said five is what is what I consider a protein bar. Mm -hmm. I personally look for ten grams or more when yeah. I'm looking for a protein bar. But I'm happy if a bar that I'm eating has at least five grams of protein in it. Yeah, as long as it also has you know some fat or fiber to keep me full because I'm usually eating it for a snack or something between meals. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the daily value for protein is fifty. <laughs> I think I don't know what I was oh, thinking. Oh yeah, it's that's, fifty. Okay. <laughs> so five grams would make it a good source of protein. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Um, and number five, I don't know that I agree with this, but um, kind of a lot of the research out there says aim for 15 grams of sugar or less. That's going to vary a lot on in the bar. Uh, for example, like Lara bars, which I don't even know, they probably would not qualify as a protein bar, but right. they are pretty high in sugar because they're made out of dried fruit and nuts. Um, yeah. So anyway. But it's natural sugar. You yeah. Know, it's, it's considered a serving of fruit, basically. So you can count that as a fruit, which is nice. Okay, here we go. So we are going to try a whole bunch of bars and we are each going to rank them based on taste and nutrition. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to compile that in a Excel document because who doesn't want all that data? And we're going to put it in our show notes. So which one are we starting with, Gina? I think we should just go down the list. Let's start with the one bars. I sent you the maple glazed donut, which I have already had. The bar I sent you though had no nutrition facts on it or ingredients because it was a sample size. So I've actually never looked at the nutrition facts for the ingredients. So it'll still be blind for me, but I'm actually going to taste the almond bliss uh, okay. that you sent me. So this will be a blind taste test for me, but I, so we'll take a bite. We'll kind of come up with our own thoughts about the taste. And then, so we're not biased by each other's opinions. We'll go from there. I'm eating the maple one. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Have you had the Almond Bliss one yet? I haven't. Um, 
I don't know how I feel about this. Initial thoughts? Uh, not great. Okay, Nicole, I love those bars. And I, in fact, I love this one too. The Almond Bliss, it tastes like, it almost tastes like a Mounds or, and this is ridiculous because I'm so not that person that will eat a protein bar over a candy bar, but I feel like it tastes like an Almond Joy or a Mounds. And I'm, I'm loving it. No aftertaste for me. It's a little powdery for me. No? I don't taste the powderiness. I do like the Almond Bliss better. Oh, my gosh. I'm loving that. Okay, okay so, so what's your taste? Okay. I'm going to give it a four. You're going to give it a four after you said it tasted powdery? I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it could just be less powder. I mean, yeah. No, it's good, though. I was going to give it a four. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to be my. I'm, I'm okay. going to give it a four. I mean, I'm not, I am not a protein bar connoisseur. I like it better than an RX bar. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So we'll give it four. So let's look at the ingredients. So, okay. I ripped mine. Can you read them? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so protein, just almost exactly what you were saying in the, in the previous, uh, uh, your overview, protein blend with whey protein isolate, milk protein isolate. There's the isomalto oligosaccharide. So basically prebiotics from prebiotic fiber. Uh, there's palm kernel oil. I'm not going to read all the ingredients. Soy, lecithin, sea salt, calcium. Oh, and it's also sweetened with sucralose, which is Splenda, mm -hmm. by the way. That's probably what I'm tasting because I'm hypersensitive to, I, I am, yeah, I'm like a yeah. drug sniffing dog when it comes to sugar substitutes. Um, and yeah, that's what you're tasting for sure. But I do really like, I really like these nutrition facts. Um, let me let me glance at the so we've got 230 calories, 20 grams of protein. Wow. Uh, nine grams of fat, 22 grams of carb, eight grams of fiber. Wow. Yeah, really not bad, right? Those are some great stats. Only a hundred, yeah. I'm now, impressed. Obviously, it has inulin, so I'd have to be careful. I would not eat this entire thing, for example. But I would take another bite, but I know there's so much more coming. <laughs> I know, exactly. I so badly want to finish this, but I'm gonna wait. <laughs> Okay, so what's next? So wait, overall, so, wait, nutrition. Yeah, sorry. So nutrition, I would, I would give that. Well, considering the nutrition or the ingredients as well, I would give it a four because I feel like I would prefer no artificial sweeteners, and I'd also prefer that it not have inulin in it. You know, that eight grams of fiber is great, but it's all from that isolated fiber, which isn't doesn't have the same benefits as actual plant fiber. So fours across the board. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I would I would say very similar everything for the maple one, but taste, I'm gonna go with a three. Didn't love it as much. Four, four for you for the maple. Yeah. One bar. Oh, okay. I would even I would actually say a five. I love a the five. maple one. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm an almond coconut freak. So um okay, cool. All right. The next one is this. I just I decided to try this because I feel like it's one that probably a lot of people are interested in because they're not as expensive and they're more well-known and it's a special K bar. It's their protein meal bar. And I got the chocolate peanut butter kind and I never had this before. It sounds I really like good. anything chocolate peanut butter, so I'm not going to be surprised if I love this. Oh, it's like a really loud wrapper. Sorry. Mm. Okay. So while you're eating and while I'm chewing, I'm going to look at the ingredients. So the ingredients, 
Start off with soy protein isolate. So again, soy protein. Second ingredient, here we go. Second ingredient, sugar. Third ingredient, corn syrup. That's okay, why it tastes good. Corn syrup is syrup, is sugar. <laughs> so basically the second and third ingredients are sugar. Yeah, that's why it tastes good. Vegetable oil, inulin. There we go again. Peanut butter, fructose, another form of sugar. Not a fan of this so far. Whole grain oats, finally, water, cocoa powder, and a few other things. Okay. And it has sorbitol. Oh, does it? And dextrose. Oh, I skipped that. You're right. Mm-hmm. So some sugar alcohols. Yep. Okay, 180 calories. Rosemary extract for French freshness. That's interesting. Um, I think it tastes awesome. Shocker. I think it tastes pretty good. I think it tastes pretty good. But honestly, I think I'm... I'm being swayed by the the ingredient list. I'm not too happy about it. Mm-hmm. So 180 calories, six grams of fat, 12 grams of protein, because soy was the first ingredient, and four grams of fiber, 21 grams of carbs, mm. which for a protein bar is kind of high. I mean, I shouldn't say there's no standard, but generally for speaking, 180 calories, it's yeah, as a percentage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good, almost like almost like a meal replacement if you if you pair this with a glass of milk or a piece of fruit or something, a light meal that's for sure. Okay, so what would you rate it with for taste? Um, I would say a four. Okay, I'm gonna give it a three. I feel like it's leaving weird things in my teeth. For nutrition, like I give flakes. it a two. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two as well. Okay. All right. All right. So our next one is Epic Bars. Yeah, so I bought these. Oh, wait, I thought it was 88 Acres. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I skipped one. 88 Acres. So you're going to try this because I have been eating these for the past four months. There are many flavors. This is the, we're trying the, or I guess Nicole is trying the dark chocolate sea salt. And it's a seed bar. So it's really for those with allergies to nuts because it's completely nut-free. It's also gluten-free and vegan. I think that they taste absolutely delicious. I'll typically eat this in the morning with a yogurt and my collagen protein powder. Uh, Just to give you an overview of what's in it. So it's 88 acres seed blend with pumpkin seeds, organic sunflower seeds, and ground flax seeds. Also oats, brown rice syrup, which is the first uh, sugar form. Maple syrup, which is another one, obviously. And then organic dark chocolate with more sugar, organic chocolate liqueur, yada, 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 and sea salt. There's only 10 grams of sugar, though, in one bar, which I actually think is pretty good. There's 200 calories in a bar, 11 grams of fat, 22 grams of carbs, and 6 grams of protein. So it just meets my criteria for being a protein bar mm-hmm. at 6 grams. What do you think? I really, really like it. I'm a little surprised that there's not more than 3 grams of fiber, given mm-hmm. the ingredient well, list. Okay, but let's remember that the last two that we tried, they were so high in fiber because they had inulin added. So these just True. have oats. So I think I would much rather have a little bit less fiber and not have the inulin personally. It's a little bit dry. It makes me uh, like not in a bad way, just completely. I would rather have a dry consistency like this than like a chewy stick to the roof of your mouth protein bar. Yeah. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Um, I really like it. It tastes awesome. And I'm looking at the fact that it's nut free and could go to my kid's school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. My kids do like these for sure. There's a couple other flavors too, so you'll have to go on their website, which we'll obviously provide a link for in the show notes to look at the other flavors. Yeah, but this is I my really favorite. Like it. I'm a fan. Um, taste, I would give a four. 
yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well. Um, nutrition, I'm going to go with a four. Yeah, me too. I would give it a five if it had a little bit more protein. Mm -hmm. Although, really, I'm pretty happy with it. So, you know what? I'm actually going to give it a five. I'm giving it a five. Giving it a five. Doing it. It doesn't really bother me that it only has six grams. I mean, I, I wouldn't eat this as a necessarily a pro, um, I would eat it as a protein bar. I wouldn't eat it as a meal replacement because it doesn't have, it doesn't have enough protein. I would make, make sure to add more protein to it if I was going to do a meal replacement. I think my reason for going with a four versus a five is it's a very light in weight. And I just, um, I don't know how full it would keep me. Yeah. I mean, it is only yeah. what, 200 calories. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I, I do volume this volume is important. Not volume. What is that? Weight? I don't know. It, well, I think volume's important. I, I sometimes will break it up and put it in my yogurt, almost like a granola. Also, they have granola. This company has granola and it's delicious. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did we do nutrition already? Uh, I gave it a four. You gave it a five, right? Okay. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Epic, Epic bars. I so, love their jerky. I do too. The Epic jerky. They ha Have you had the Epic jerky, what looks like a bar? Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Okay. Actually, I don't think I've ever had that. I've only ever had the long, thin jerky, like almost like um, a Slim Jim stick. Oh. That are really tasty. Yeah, they're all good. I guess I've never had their jerky. I really so like their the, labeling. Their Don't. labeling is very nice. I agree. It has kind of a natural color, which I think a lot of companies are going with these days. So it's very, very similar to an RX bar. Mm -hmm. It's made with dates, cage-free egg whites, mm -hmm. almonds, chocolate, sea salt, and vanilla. And this is the almond butter chocolate flavor. So they've got multiple flavors. I've actually had the lemon flavor before which is very, very good, but I've never had this flavor, but I have a feeling it's going to taste just like an RX bar. Hmm. Um, okay. I'm not picking up like much almond or chocolate. That's really funny. I was thinking the same thing. I feel like it's kind of flavorless. It's not bad at all. I don't know. I bet it's really low. In, okay, it's 180 milligrams of sodium, which is actually higher than I would have thought. Yeah, that's higher than a lot of the other bars. Um, can I cheat and compare it to an RX bar? Uh, yes, do it. Okay. Um, so actually the exact same number of calories. Sorry. Wow. Oh yeah, you're right. 210, 210 calories in each of these. So we've got an RX bar in front of us too, which is the mint chocolate one. So RX bar has one more gram of fiber. Um, the Epic has two more grams of carb, uh, fat. Uh, the Epic is two grams lower in fat and protein. They're the same. So I'm guessing that the Epic just has a bit more fruit and the RX has a bit more nut. Yeah. And the, the RX also has a little bit more salt, which I'm wondering if that's why I like it better. Hmm. Because the RX bars, they had that sea salt one where they had those large crystals of sea salt on top, which oh, yeah. I swear makes, just makes it. Yeah, so, I do like that. No, I think it's like very, it's it's very, like it's not offensive at all. <laughs> yeah. um, I wish it had a bit more of like flavor. That's all. Yeah, which is unfortunate. So I'm going to have to give it a three in taste. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that. Nutrition, I love. I do too. Um, I'm actually going to give it a five. I am too because the ingredients. It's exactly. Um, I mean, there's the new here's our fitness versus uh, wellness industry, but I mean, it's hard to 
not love everything about that ingredient list. So yeah, I mean, it's so small. They put it on the front of the package. Yeah, it's awesome. So. All right, so we might as well go ahead and try the mint chocolate RX bar. You got that right. I did. Okay. I I love anything mint chocolate. So, and I as I break this, there's giant chunks of chocolate falling out of it. And giant ch- chunks of almonds. Oh. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. old, too. It came from my drawer. It's not the Oh, freshest. yum. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was expired, but. Um, Wait. Yeah. Okay, this reminds me of something, and I can't put my finger on it. A thin Something mint. from my childhood. Is that what it is? It kind of reminds me of a thin mint. You might be right. That is what it is. So I like the consistency. It's a little bit softer, the Epic Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm. I like the RX flavor better. It has more flavor. I feel like the Epic Bar has zero flavor, mm-hmm. which is sad because the lemon one had a lot of flavor. So listeners, do not judge the Epic Bar by the almond butter chocolate flavor. The lemon bar had tons of flavor. I think that the RX bar is delicious. You already know the nutrition facts. Are you going four or five? You know, I'm still going to give it a four Four. because I don't know if I would crave it. I'm giving it a four too. Okay. Yeah, I think, okay, so we're six bars in. I might go back and change my Almond Bliss one bar to a five. (laughs) Um, I feel like I've been really harsh in my ratings, but Hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Well, all right. What's all right. next? Kind protein, specifically the crunchy peanut butter, which I'm actually not going to try because I have had this one before. Oh, I've had it too. Um, okay. So we can just talk about the nutrition facts real quick. So did you send this one? I did, but I don't have one in okay. front of me. Okay. Um, I think I forgot that I sent it to you. <laughs> Okay, that's all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. So this one has 250 calories. Total fat is 18 grams. Sodium is 140, which is, I would, it's below, I would say, average for a bar. Total carbs, 17 grams. Dietary fiber, 5 grams. Total sugar, 8 grams, of which 6 grams is added, which is nice that they say that. So the majority of it is added sugar which is not surprising because there's no fruit in here. And then the protein is 12 grams. Ingredients, peanuts are the first ingredient. Ugh, second ingredient, not a shocker, chicory root. <laughs> uh, third ingredient, soy protein isolate, then honey, glucose syrup, sugar. So those are three sugars listed in a row. So who knows if it's actually the first ingredient by weight. Palm kernel oil, peanut flour, milk. Interesting. And then a couple other small ingredients at the end. So this one actually contains milk. That's not, I, I guess I'm not used to that for a, from mm-hmm. a kind bar. So, so what do you think about the taste of the, of the kind protein from real food bar? I like it a lot. Yeah. I would yeah, give it a four. I, I think I'd give it a four too. I love anything with tons of nuts in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it takes you a while to eat. It's not like, it's not dry, but it, and it's chewy. I don't know. Yeah. Not yeah. RX bar chewy, but I don't know. Uh-huh. Like nothing is. <laughs> <laughs> the true. Uh nutrition though, probably a three. 
Yeah, you know, I don't I like the, the first like two or three ingredients and then it goes kind of crash and burns from there. I was going to say four, but I feel like you've swayed me. I feel like I might give it a three as well. <laughs> don't let me swear you, Gina. Not to say that I don't eat these kind bars all the time. I'm not saying, like, I feel like three sounds mm-hmm. bad, but it, in my opinion, three is just average. It's actually a little bit above average if we're doing one to five. So yeah, I would say three. And it's at a nicer price point than some of these. So I, I think True. that's one thing we haven't mentioned yet, but some of these bars are upwards of $3 each. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if that's your meal, yeah. uh, which most of these calorically would not qualify as a meal um, without something going with them. But I think that that's just a nice note. Um, They are, I purchased them at least in a package of like four or six. And so it drove down the price uh, to just above a dollar a piece. Mm -hmm. You know what I, yeah, I think the most expensive one here is the, is the collagen bar, which we'll get into in a second here, but I just realized we skipped one, the perfect bars. Oh, okay. So I sent a perfect bar. It's the mocha chip. Full disclosure, oh, my yeah, we student missed that one. Okay, yeah, my student Casey actually brought me one of these a few months ago, and I think it was the peanut butter or chocolate chip one. So I have tried these. These are the bars that a they're expensive. They're almost three dollars, and b you have to actually put them in the refrigerator, keep them refrigerated. They can stay outside the refrigerator for a week, though. So I guess. If, if I buy them, I keep them out of the refrigerator because I think they taste better when they're a little bit soft. But we're going to try the mocha chip one now. Uh, they also sell these at Aldi. Took a picture this weekend while I was shopping. Oh, do they? Yep. So for oh, how much? Wait, hold on. Okay, I got to pull it up. Because um, I, I very purposefully took a picture. I hope I took a yeah, picture no. of the price. <laughs> <laughs> if they're less than, I think the, I think the average $1.89. Is- <gasps> Wow, that is cheap. They, um, if you happen to be in Southwest Michigan, the Aldi in Benton Harbor has them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the peanut butter or dark chocolate peanut butter or coconut okay. peanut butter or a walnut oh, wow. something. Oh, they had a whole bunch. Oh, my. So I really like these bars. I would call consider these more of a meal replacement because they are 330 calories. Now, granted, again, that's a small meal. You could pair it with something else. 20 grams of protein. We're not talking about the different, I'm sorry, 20 grams of fat. And we're not going to go into the different types of fats. But if you're interested, you can look more into that on their mm, website. It like melts in your only, mouth. I know. It like gets only, better. <laughs> mm. you, you're hooked, aren't you? It is There's good. only 30 milligrams of sodium, which is pretty low. There's also a bonus. And I'm not sure if it's because they're the only company that lists this, but 400 milligrams of potassium, which we've not seen on any of the of the bars in the past. Uh, so, but, but potassium is not required as a listing yet on the, on the label. So they might just be choosing to add that, but there might be potassium in the other bars too, but I'm not sure. Total carbs, 24 grams, fiber, four sugars, 16 protein, 14. There are lots of ingredients as in, I need my bifocals, which I don't even own. Yeah, but it says organic before every single ingredient. So you can like take that list and cut it in half because it's like organic peanut butter, organic almond milk, almond butter, organic honey, organic non... Oh, there's milk again. Mm Mm-hmm. There's definitely milk in here. There's chocolate, there's sugar, there's sunflower lecithin. I taste ground the coffee. coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm almost afraid to eat another bite because I'm afraid. Ooh, it actually says on here 35 milligrams of caffeine. Huh. Oh, yeah, it does say that. You I can t- barely see it. it, which kind of bothers me. 
Yeah, I taste it too. I'm a big fan. I would say bite number one was like a three and then it went to a six. Like like as the bite like kind of just melts in your mouth. I would give these a five in taste for sure. Mm -hmm. These are one of my favorites. I I feel like there's a reason why they're so expensive. And I do like the organic ingredients, even though I'm not someone who eats all organic by any means. I also like the ingredients. I would rate this a four as far as ingredients and nutrition facts. Yeah, I wish honey wasn't the third ingredient because I was very close to giving it a five. How much sugar? Oh, I just dropped half of it on the floor. Hold on. Mm. Only 16. Yeah. But see, again, for 330 calories, I don't yeah. think that's too bad. I'm giving it a five across the board. Wow. I know. Okay. Okay. Would you give it for taste five? I gave it a five for taste. And this and isn't even my favorite. I think they have others that taste better. And nutrition, you're going four? Four. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm a big fan. Thank you, Gina. Got me on oh, a yeah. new bar. New expensive bar. I think Mark will thank <laughs> <play> me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, which oat mega? Yes, oat mega. You sent this one. Wait, yeah. Did I? So um, I yes. Have didn't you or did I? I did uh yeah, no, it was me. Okay. Oat mega, it's a chocolate peanut. Um, I really like the package. It's cute. So it says grass-fed whey protein bar, 14 grams of protein with omega-3s. And I don't know about you, Gina, but when I see omega-3s on the label, I get a mm-hmm. little little leery just because I, I, I- Oh, God. No. Oh, God. No. Okay. Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> the peanut butter that has omega-3s in it, it's- It tastes I, like fish. Yeah. It, it does, right? Wait, I'm scared. Oh my scared. gosh, Nicole. Is it bad? You have to taste this. <laughs> I don't wanna. Okay, I might be a little bit biased because as I was looking at the label, I saw oh, right yeah. when you said omega-3, I was like, well, what's the source of omega-3? Salmon. They add fish. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Mm. No, it is responsibly caught fish oil from anchovy, sardines, and tilapia. That's disgusting. Okay, I okay. If they didn't put that on the label, though, oh. I think I'd be really okay with it. So I'm just gonna. I, I think I'm mostly okay with it. I don't taste it that much. I can taste the fish. I really can. Oh, oh my gosh. Huh. No. Okay. So that aside. Okay, I'm gonna give it a four. Well. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Okay, so grass-fed whey protein. I'm giving it a two. Chicory Ooh. root fiber. Oh my gosh. Nick's going to be real thrilled when I walk upstairs later today. <laughs> You're going to fart for the next week. Just like one big continuous fart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, chicory root, whey protein crisp, peanuts, vegetable glycerin, gluten-free oats, tapioca syrup, natural flavors, and then there's the fish oil. Wait, the fish is coming on me now. It's been a minute. Yeah. It'll it'll get there. All right, I promise. I'm dropping to a three. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So total fat seven gram. Oh, calories two hundred. Total fat seven grams. Sodium one twenty. Total carbs twenty two grams. Dietary fiber seven grams. Of course, the only bars that have had a high amount of fiber, other than the uh, eighty eight acres, which was still a good source, is because of the inulin. Sugars five, which is incredibly low. And then protein, 14. How much omega-3? 250 milligrams of omega-3, which mm-hmm. is which is pretty good. Yeah. If you can I, get over the fish taste, that's not bad. 
I feel like if I, I, I made the mistake of not bringing a beverage up, if I had like a cup of coffee to go with this, I would give it a four for taste. I'm giving it a five for nutrition. What do you think? Uh, wait a second. What did I, well, again, just because it has seven grams of, I don't know, the inulin is really bothering me. I'll give it a four for nutrition because it, it is nice that mm. it has the omega-3s that most of us probably aren't getting enough of. Mm-hmm. I I don't like the whey pr- or the chicory root. I like that it's whey protein instead of soy. So yeah, I'll give it a four. Do you personally not like the chicory root or you just don't like that it's not a natural form, a more natural form of fiber? Both. I personally Both. don't like chicory root and I, I don't like that they are basic. A lot of these companies are, you know, they're adding this fiber to their yogurt or their drinks. And they're basically, they're trying to portray their product as being better for it, for you than it really, than it really is. Because it's not the same fiber as what you would find in whole foods and whole mm-hmm. grains and fruits and vegetables. It's not going to do the same good things to your body. It does have benefits, don't get me wrong, but not the same as actual fiber from an actual plant. Okay. I'm dropping my nutrition for because you're right. And it's the second ingredient. So oh, good. I'm glad I could sway you. All right. What's next? Uh, the Vega. Is it Vega? Vega? Mm, uh, I would say Vega too. Vega. Like Vegas. It's actually pretty heavy, this bar. Um it is very dense. Plant-based protein bar. So it is a salted caramel Ooh. flavor. And mm. is it vegan? Um, it says plant-based. I would hope so. Hmm. Okay. So first, the way it, it is vegan, I see it on the label. It is, it's white. And when you bite into it, it looks like a caramel color when you bite into it. It looks like a and candy it's very, bar. It's very messy. Is yours really messy? Mm, no. You know what I think happened? I think some of these bars melted on our front porch today. <laughs> and then they like re-solidified when they came inside. Because it's, you know, 90 degrees outside. Yeah, you know, mid-September, no big deal. I haven't looked at the ingredients, but I, I sense pea protein. Do you? Something is off. <gasps> Ingredient number one. I knew I didn't like pea protein. Oh, wow. That's good. Brown rice protein, so pea and brown rice, mm-hmm. cane sugar, vegetable glycerin, tapioca syrup, almond butter, palm kernel oil, agave, blah. organic molasses, organic agave inulin. What the heck is that? Organic agave inulin? I've never heard of such a thing. Does that is that is that such a thing? Does that even I make sense? It so it's a sugar fiber. So it sounds like they've extracted the inulin from the agave plant is what I'm thinking instead of chicory root, Oh, which is weird. Um, Apple, you know, everyone loves agave. If they see it on a label, they'll probably, you know, want to buy stock in it. Apple (laughs) juice concentrate, sunflower oil. So it's a bunch of not great ingredients. I mean, it's not terrible. Apple juice concentrate, sunflower oil, rice starch, natural flavors, sunflower lecithin, sea sea salt. So actually, the ingredient list is relatively small. Not terrible. What about nutrition facts? Ooh, 200. It leaves a terrible aftertaste, in my opinion. Hmm. So it's vegan and gluten-free. 290 calories, 10 grams of fat, 270 milligrams of sodium. That's a lot. 26 grams of carbs. Do you really think that's that high? I I feel like for a bar... It's the highest we've seen today. 
it's the highest we've seen today, but if I had like a yogurt or something, I don't know what I would serve with this. But I mean, 300 calories for me personally, I wouldn't add a ton to it. I'd probably add 150 or so calories. Um, I don't know. I feel like the meal could definitely slide in under four or five for sure. Okay, so truth truth be told, I never look at sodium on labels. I, I really don't. But just com- since I'm sitting here comparing and I see that 270, it just seems high considering all the others that mm-hmm. we've looked at, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm saying. But yeah, I don't – I wouldn't be concerned about that personally. 16 grams of sugar, which, you know, kind of looking at the other bar we just tasted that was higher in calories too, that's not terrible considering it's almost 300 calories in this bar. Mm-hmm. And then 20 grams of protein, which especially if you're vegan or vegetarian, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. It's hard yeah. to get protein when you're vegan especially. So I think that's, that's pretty impressive. Also yeah. 10% iron, which is also important for vegans. That's mm-hmm. kind of an important thing to note. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so my taste would be a three. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on, on taste. I would say three. The inside's almost like, uh, like a nougat that's completely dried out. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, I'm not a fan. What about nutrition? So nutrition, I would probably give it a, I don't know. I feel like I'd almost give it a five, even though it has the inulin in it. Short ingredient list, vegan. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. I do taste the pea protein, but it's not totally offensive. Normally pea protein is a big turnoff for me just because of the taste. It's just me personally, but I know some Mm -hmm. people love pea protein. Yeah. I guess I don't mind it. I I don't think it was the pea protein that was turning me off. I just didn't like, I don't know. There was almost an aftertaste. So maybe it was the pea protein, something about it. I didn't like, I was looking for an unnatural artificial flavoring, Mm -hmm. but there wasn't any, actually it might be the agave that I don't like. You are an agave hater. I didn't know this <laughs> well, about you, Gina. It is high FODMAP, so I think automatically oh. I don't like it. It's like I don't like cats because I'm allergic to them, but I really do like cats. But I just don't because I can't be around them. You know what I mean? That's funny. Well, I'm going to go okay. four on protein on uh, nutrition. I just I don't know. Okay. The, the sugar is the third ingredient, and I don't know. The fiber is only three. I feel like it could be higher, especially for being a vegetarian vegan protein sure like and they bar. did add the inulin that's mm-hmm. interesting i i kind of forgot the fiber was only three but still 12 percent. it's still a good a good source okay okay cool what Cave about man? the yes this is the one i've been wanting to try so man collagen, collagen. <laughs> chocolate walnut protein bar all right and this one looks like this is the one that i think i was looking at and i thought for sure a fitness guru created this oh it's like oh gosh putty <laughs> it's almost it looks a lot like an rx bar but more putty oh gosh it tastes like my like ass. the same texture <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> oh oh here's what it says on the label it says Ooh, no it's like gum <laughs> Just keep you know what? chewing <laughs> It is like gum. It says, no, this is not a delicious chocolate brownie. It's the best tasting collagen protein bar around. <laughs> well, it's my first collagen bar, but I don't know. It does actually taste a little bit like an overcooked brownie, but not in a good way. You know what I mean? Like a, or even an undercooked brownie. Really gummy. 
Oh, yeah. gosh. You got to chew for a while. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So while you finish chewing, let me mm-hmm. go down our stats here. All right. 190 calories, 10 grams of fat, uh, 135 milligrams of sodium, 20 grams of carb, eight grams of sugar, 11 grams of protein. I'm 11. It, it, for its taste, it needs 20. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> in order for it to be worth it. Yeah. I, I feel like protein bars, the more protein they have in them, often the taste goes down and the texture gets questionable. And I would have guessed 20 uh, just based on that initial bite. Um Ooh, and the aftertaste is not doing it for me. Okay, so first ingredient, love it, nut blend, so almonds and walnuts. Second ingredient, tapioca syrup. Uh, Third, Mm. collagen peptides, and then soluble tapioca fiber, semi-sweet chocolate chips, uh, cocoa processed with alkali, egg white protein blend, raisins, unsweetened chocolate organic coconut sugar, and then a bunch of little stuff. Um. Yeah. So I actually, when I went to the store to get more bars, once I didn't get your first delivery, I bought another br- one of this brand, which is, actually, you know what? Maybe it's not the same brand. I take that back. It's not. It's called Be Strong, Not Hungry. Bullet. Maybe it's the Bullet Coffee brand. Never mind. Forget what I'm about to say. Whatever. Whatever I just tasted, it was gross. Here's what I'm going to give mm-hmm. the Collagen Caveman. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. For taste. Two. Me too. Okay. Nutrition? Ugh. Nutrition. Oh, by the way, it's also PF, which stands for paleo friendly. Oh, okay. nutrition. Who knew? I guess nutrition. I'll give it a three. Yeah, mm, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. It's it's got it's low in sugar. It's an okay amount of protein. The carbs aren't you know too high. The first ingredient's a nut blend, which I like. I think I'm actually gonna give it a four. Okay, I'm not changing my opinion. Okay. Okay. Not not on taste. I'm getting a three on or two on taste for sure, but a four on nutrition. I just wish it had more protein. I, I and mm-hmm. that's just goes to show when I hear the word collagen, I think protein. Um mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. right, wrong, or indifferent. I it's very trendy, right? I, I think people would not necessarily glance at the protein and think much of it. I where we've definitely tasted some bars that taste a lot better um and may offer a bit more protein. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially okay, if you're doing so, it as a meal replacement. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I know what you're saying. I gotcha. But I, I probably the collagen value personally. protein a little bit more. Like, I feel like protein, I aim for probably a little bit more protein than you do. Although you eat a pr- pretty high protein diet. I feel like I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't you get do. it in bars. I mean, I get it from yeah. other other things. Mm-hmm. So should we do the other three? We've We've... This is a pretty long episode. No, we have to. Yes. Okay, let's do Quick. it. Quick. Got it. All right. Here's no cow. Chocolate fudge brownie bar. Because non-dairy. these are like the three. And I really want you to try the power crunch one. Okay. So no cow. Well, oh, God. No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get the wrapper open because it's stuck mm. on the wrapper. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Oh, boy. So, oh, my gosh. It's like so um. gritty. Okay. It is probably the worst one I've had. Ugh. For (laughs) sure. Oh, my gosh. Protein blend. Brown rice protein. Pea protein. Uh (sighs) Uh-oh. There's the isomalto oligosaccharide again. Cocoa nibs, glycerin, almonds, palm oil, erythritol, and monk fruit and stevia. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Taste one? I would say taste 
It's got to be a one. I've never had anything so bad in my life. No. <laughs> and it has such cute marketing, too. I don't know about these ingredients, though. Hmm. The ingredients are... It's so dry, Gina. Oh, God. It is so bad. I need to wash it down with a glass of milk, even it's though like it's no cow. We're suddenly in the Sahara. Um, <laughs> I mean... Oh yeah, gosh. the nutrition I'm pretty down with. Um, Have you ever seen a bar with 17 grams of fiber? Oh, well. That's absurd. And so unnecessary. Definitely unnecessary. Like, do people see that and they're like, oh, good for the day? I mean. Probably, actually. Um, four sugar alcohols, which again are from your erythritol, which as we said, I said earlier, I personally don't, I mean, I consume erythritol. It doesn't give me as much of a... Um, the side effects, the GI side effects, so it doesn't bother me as much, but it's still a sugar alcohol. So I would give it a, I would give it a one for taste. I'm going to give it, because I don't like all that fiber and that they're trying mm -hmm. to sell you on all that fiber. It does have 21 grams of protein. I'll give it a, I'll give it a four on nutrition, okay. I guess. That's what I went with too. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, go macro. Go macro. So go these macro. are ones I... I've actually had these bars before a long, long time ago because they're a low FODMAP bar. At least they were a long, long time ago. I haven't looked at the ingredients recently to see if they still are. Hmm. This is the cashew, cashew caramel. caramel. Yeah. It's vegan and gluten-free. Hmm. It's very mild. It is very mild. That's a good way to put it. Organic brown rice syrup, organic cashew butter, protein blend. Brown rice protein, blah, blah, blah. Cashews, coconut sugar, puffed rice, sprouted flax, mesquite, mesquite, organic coconut oil, and cinnamon. So very, or what? <laughs> organic mesquite, so random. I know, that's very strange. So the first very ingredient. Very simple. Uh, yeah. The I wanted to like it. Brown rice syrup. Yeah. Mm. So the first ingredient is sugar. But let's look at this. Okay, so total sugar is 10 grams. Calories, 260. Okay, considering 260 calories, 10 grams is really not that bad. It's not. I'm. So, makes me question the accuracy of the label. I don't know. Like, how is that possible? Let's also consider that sugar could have been the first ingredient in a lot of those other bars. But since they were all divided out, you never mm -hmm. know. There could have been other bars that we tasted with sugar as the first ingredient. But since they were different types of sugar... It didn't seem like it was the first ingredient. Mm -hmm. 11 grams of protein, only 35 milligrams of sodium, only one gram of fiber. So not great on fiber, not too much protein, but very simple, quote unquote, clean ingredients. Mm -hmm. It's even certified clean. <laughs> That's what it says on here. I'm really between a three and a four. Okay. So for taste, I'm giving this a three. Yeah. Same. For nutrition, I think I'm actually still going to give it a three. I just wish it had more fiber and a little bit more protein for how many calories. Are and the at. carbs is probably the highest that we've seen. 30? Yes. And that's another thing. Absolutely. Yes. That's a lot of carbs for not much protein. Yep. Okay. So threes across the board on that one. All right. Cool. Yep. Sorry. We're Wait, going why can't I figure out where's the, where's the uh, carbohydrate from? What's the main source? The sugar. I guess the sugar. Yeah. The brown um, rice syrup. Yeah. Because there's no fruit in here, right? No. I don't see. Uh, yeah. okay. Puffed brown rice. Some from flax. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it must all be from sugar. 
All right, so we saved the best for last. I'm just Well, kidding. I don't I know no about idea. that, but it's a totally different texture. So this is the Power Crunch. Uh, this is the Salted Caramel. I have not had this one. I tried the Red Velvet in okay. the um, checkout aisle uh, as I was buying these bars because I shopped at the wrong time of day. Um, mm. Mm. I know. Okay. Oh, I do like this. Isn't the – okay. So admittedly – oh, it's like crumbling all over my bed. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, it tastes salty. Oh, mm-hmm. only 160 milligrams. Not my favorite flavor, um, but I love the texture. It's like a one of those wafer cookie things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's very it's it's crunchy I, and not like a bad way, like a very good way. I would say I like it. I do kind of taste. I was gonna say there is something in here that that I taste that's off. It might be the sucralose. I do realize mm-hmm. that there was sucralose in one of the other ones that I liked, but it was further down on the ingredient list. So this one is, it's still pretty far down the ingredient list, but it's, I don't know, maybe like the seventh uh, ingredient. So there's sucralose and stevia leaf in this one. Mm-hmm. It's like too so pro- sweet, I think. It, it does. And it's almost, it, it tastes sweet and salty, almost like in a, almost an off-putting way. I feel like it tasted really good at first and now it's just kind of like sitting in my mouth. I got to send you a different flavor because the red velvet was bomb. It was so good. Okay. So 205 calories, 13 grams of fat, 160 milligrams sodium. Also some potassium that they have listed here, 160 milligrams, nine grams of carbs, which is super low, only one gram of fiber, only five grams of sugar and 13 grams of protein. Yeah. Mm. I would give that a four as well. I feel like I'm giving them all four because they all have, you know. No, you uh, didn't. I'm looking at the numbers. You did. Okay. You are very evenly distributed. Okay. The ingredient list is kind of off-putting. So Proto Whey, which is a protein blend that they use, palm whey protein isolate, palm oil, enriched flour, sugar. So there's the sugar, which is pretty far down the list, which is why there's only five grams of sugar. Canola oil, dextrose, more sugar. Natural flavors, soy lecithin, sea salt, sucralose, uh, cocoa, baking soda, stevia leaf. Okay. It's a bit more processed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but it it's not terrible. I would I would buy this. I'm, so I'll give it – what are you going to give it for nutrition? I think I'm going to give it four. Oh, yeah. I just gave mine four. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Um. Yeah, because sugar isn't even sugar's like number seven. Um yeah, I don't love that like enriched flowers on there, but I think it's a very different ingredient list just based on the texture. It's very mm-hmm. different from everything else. So yeah. Well, that was Ooh. fun. So who was the winner? Like the perfect bar. I know I'm looking at the yeah, the perfect bar for sure. I think uh, out of all of the bars, that's that's the crave-worthy one that I would eat, but also feel kind of good about eating it. Like, you know, that I'm getting some, you know, nutrients in there. And I know we're like so over, but I just wanted to say I was talking with a friend about this episode and she recommended built bars that apparently are only available online. Have you heard of these? I have not. Not that I I can't picture it. Um, I will put a link in the show notes. Uh, I, I'm not endorsing them by any means, but you can, it, it's half off. So you get 10 bars for 10 bucks and it includes free shipping. Okay. Um, but a lot of, she is a, a Weight Watcher and they come out to whatever many points. And so Weight Watchers finds them to be of good value. And Weight Watchers is a pretty, is a pretty sound um, program. Uh, 
And so that's kind of interesting. I mean, they're on their way to my house, but anyway, yeah. If you're looking for another <laughs> okay. protein bar, um, I'll All link right. those there. Um, okay. All right, so let's go right to our review. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to, I'll read it. Okay. So we got another review. Woohoo. This is from bright future 25 and the title was love a must listen. Love, love, love this podcast, realistic nutrition advice and conversation from real down to earth women love checking in and learning with each episode. Well, bright future. We hope you learned some things today about protein bars, what to buy and what not to buy. Thank you so much for leaving a a review. (laughs) All right. So coming up on October 6th, we will be dishing about soy and breast cancer for October, which is soy breast cancer awareness month. And we're also going to be talking about just kind of soy in general. So not just about breast cancer, but soy in general, because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about soy in the diet. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media. I can't even talk right now. I think I'm overloaded on protein bars at Dietitian's Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. And really, you don't even have to write anything. Just fill out the stars. Okay, until next time, everyone, be well. Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Gina. See ya. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.